Hi everyone and welcome to the midweek stock market update. Sorry, I'm uh, just a little bit late uh, because I'm in India and traveling, uh, looking at tech companies uh, out here. So let's move on to the first slide. Now, where are we in terms of valuations? This is share price to forward earnings. Now, not much changes week to week on this because obviously companies don't produce earnings every week. What they do produce every day, however, is share price changes. So you'll get some change, but not much. You can see energy is cheap. You can see diversified banks remain cheap and some of the drug manufacturers and telecom services companies as well. There's a few here in uh, over in this section as well that remain cheap. This is share price compared to future profitability. Now, when I do this, uh, I'm going to go through all of these factors, which is what I do on my great investments program. We go through 10,000 stocks, go through the whole database based on valuation of companies, revenue growth of companies, dividend yields, because you want to tick every single box. Why on earth would you only pick a value company or a growth company or a dividend company when you could pick all three and therefore pick more resilient companies? And similarly with cash return on capital invested, we know from Deutsche Bank and Goldman Sachs Wealth Management companies in the top quartile tend to generate about 30% per annum on average returns over the longer term. And we know momentum impacts future price movements. And so, so does the Sortino and the Alpha tell us about outperformance of the markets or having good average returns versus downside risk. Okay, so that's summary. I know some of you will have heard it a million times before, but it's worth making that. Tesla's come back a bit. We'll look at that in a moment. Amazon over there. A lot of greens over here. The only thing's taking a bit of a hit. NVIDIA's taking a hit this week so we're gonna have a look and remember i did say there'll come a point where we'll have to do the nvidia strategy which is if it drops say 10 percent off its peak we sell 10 percent or 20 percent or 30 percent depending on how risk averse you are and i will come to that yet again in just a second how are we on the exchange traded funds over the last month well they are largely in green look at the emerging market exchange traded funds over there even europe's doing stonkingly well uh, there as well uh, and you've got the financials so these are ETFs which I will probably do a separate video on so if you're not on my telegram or on my youtube have a look at arpishpatel.com forward slash links to look at those uh, but I will do a more detailed one for my great investments program people just on exchange traded funds uh, because obviously we'd like to see some of those 13% returns in just one month in our pension portfolios so for those on the great investment program Keep an eye on the private Telegram channel and I will come to those. Okay, and do a special broadcast for you. Now, where are we here on the NASDAQ? 46% up. That's the high for the year. Okay, the S&P 18.6%. That's the high pretty much for the year as well. And you can see why my UK clients keep calling me up and saying, you know what, Alpesh, uh, we, our IFAs weren't delivering these. Our fund managers can't deliver these returns. Well, it's very simple. It's because they will be lucky if they even get 7% because they're focused on just the UK markets, whereas they should know that in their SIPs and ISAs they can go into US stocks. And therefore, we've got a tailwind, a tailwind from either the S&P or NASDAQ. So I've got some of my clients who are NASDAQ heavy or double their pensions this year and others who've generated a 30, 40% return on their pensions. That's not me. That is because there's a tailwind there and then we help finesse those stocks or educate them what stocks they should have. Now, I've actually done this. I've done a presentation on this and I'll do a video on this, on how these stocks look. And I have to say, despite some of these uh, being up, and this is just for interest, just to show what's moved up the most in the past month, uh, these weren't any which I'm holding and weren't particularly 
looked exciting, despite the fact that they've had this momentum. Now, that's because they might be high risk. They've had good momentum, but not very good valuations or very good growth. Uh, similar with the FTSE 350. I'll do a video on these and what I think about these. But actually, they're not in my proof filtered list because that tends to generate stable consistent returns over a longer period of time rather than trying to just chase last month's winners and some kind of get rich quick which we can't uh, do okay so where are we in the S&P 500 still looking very attractive we've broken very clearly through that downward trend channel as I said before my fear is we'll do this before moving up so we might get a bit of a pullback though there are people who've asked me oh, I'll wait for the pullback no I wouldn't personally wait for a pullback because whilst Breakouts from downward channels do lead to a pullback before move up. They're not guaranteed. And so personally, if it was me, I wouldn't wait for any pullback. I'd be just, if I decide to get in, I get in. Okay. FTSE 350, still expecting some of those uh, downward declines, I'm afraid, on that one. How does Apple look? Well, Apple is, again, as I've said every week, do I buy, hold, or sell? And we'll call this the Apple strategy. Well, I'm certainly not selling. So the issue then becomes, do I hold? Well, I'm already holding. Uh, and I would, yes, buy more. Whilst this could dip lower, there is a danger. There is a danger, please be warned, of a pullback before moving higher. So there is that danger. So do be warned. But all other things being equal, if, I, if somebody put a gun to my head, I would buy more. However, I'd also be equally happy just waiting and, and holding on to what I've got. So we'll call that the Apple strategy, okay? And with Alphabet, I also have the Apple strategy. There is a danger it could move lower, but chances are it's probably just going to continue higher. Uh, so whilst I expect this to happen, there is a danger it does this before going up. All right. So we'll still call that the Apple strategy. And with Microsoft, I definitely have still the Apple strategy for the same reasons. This is the monthly MACD. If you've got the weekly and the monthly, that's the monthly. It's a little bit flat, could easily fall, but the weekly is showing upward trajectory. Now, I use these indicators alongside the fundamentals I already mentioned. And I use them in a way the textbooks don't uh, so because I'm really looking at their direction. Are they falling or are they flat to rising? Okay, and here you've got the weekly rising, which is important, but a bit premature. Uh, the most important is the monthly, which is the blue line there and for those on my great investments program you know i've done a video on how to use the macd don't you okay so amazon similarly apple strategy with this for the same reasons and don't forget you've got the banking viewpoints over here and the uh seasonal variations over there now disney i mentioned is a special situation and as we did it's moved down so let's just be careful but it was a high risk special situation off this base here and the idea is that uh, it would do that kind of thing. Now, that's a high-risk special situation, high-risk special situation. I don't care that all these banks think it's a buy. Uh, it is high-risk. It is a special situation. When that's the projection I've put on it, right? So there's your Disney. NVIDIA, now I said with this, it's down 5%, remember, uh, in the past week. I've said that's the high. It can fall by a percentage X, that could be 10%, 20%, 30%. And for each value of X, you will pick a value of Y, which is how much of your holdings you'll sell. Now, if you're very risk averse, you'll sell 100% if it drops 10%. And so on, that's called the NVIDIA strategy. And why might we adopt the NVIDIA strategy? Well, because it's overbought and could fall that way, as happened here. And what you don't want to do is have this massive, lovely blowout. You think you're rich, you think you've made lots of money, and then it falls down here and you are pulled back two years. And that's no good for anybody, is it? Instead, you want to be in a situation where you exited here and then get back in over here. That's not trading. Uh, 
because we don't trade our investments. That's a one-year gap. You have just avoided a down year. And fund managers can't do that, which is why it's so much easier for us to beat fund managers because they're not allowed to go into cash. And wealth managers haven't even got a clue what we're talking about because they're really dim. So that's the return potential if the price goes from its current price to its average over there. Now, with Tesla, I said we'd exited when it fell out of this uh, upward trend. Other people are in it. That's entirely up to them. If they're more risk-loving, that's up to them. This still looks flat. It might take time for it to go there. It's had a good week. Uh, that would be the direction they'd be hoping for. Uh, there are some banks who've said sell. That's up to them. But I said we got out of it because I wanted to ease back some of my equity positions. And remember, it was a special situation from January. It's one of the ones I'm more likely to get out of. And I'd been in it for 11 months anyway. So, uh, which is nearly the 12-month regular holding period that I have. Uh, and Tesla's a great company. We might get back into it at some other point. But thanks for the gains this year, Tesla, which was what, uh, 82 to 246. Oh, my God, that was... Uh, far more than 100%. I thought it was just 100% we made, but it's a lot more than that. So that's good. Uh, Meta, and again, a little bit overbought now. So NVIDIA strategy with this rather than the Apple strategy. NVIDIA strategy with this. I, if it falls X percent, you'll exit Y. But until then, you're holding. Now, the Apple strategy was, if you put a gun to my head, would I buy more or hold? Well, I've got some already, so I'm just holding. I'm not buying more of that. Okay. Service now uh, with this. The Apple strategy, we're looking for it to do that. Of course, it can have a pullback. Look at the rate at which it's been growing. It's bound to have a bit of a pullback before it could resume upwards. Uh, but it's still one I continue liking. Uh, Cisco has fallen off a cliff, and we said we continue watching it. Uh, and we're continuing to watch it. We'll see. If it drops even lower than that, then that's definitely a hard sell because it's, it's fallen, so it's bad news. But if it's found a base and resumes back upwards, as it has done in the past like this, and like this, then all well and good. So we'll continue looking at that. Okay, Netflix is not one I own, but I'm showing because it's a popular company and we still expect that. And that's the projection I put in it. And we're well on way. And I started covering it at this point. So happy days for all of you in that at the moment. Now, for those on the Great Investments Program, you'll get a far more detailed uh, video on the private Telegram channel on Friday, of course. And for the rest of you, don't forget to look at alpishpatel.com forward slash links. Thank you all very much.